0: Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of No Right, No Wrong. My name is C.T. Dice, and today I'm um, very excited. I have a couple of um, female friends here, and we're going to be talking about um, the impact of social media on relationships. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and then we're going to get started.
1: Okay, um, my name is Melissa Orumbi. I prefer Rumbi and I'm from Zimbabwe. I've lived in Hungary for the last two years and I recently moved to Canada, so thanks for having me.
2: Hi, my name is Oluwa Shewa Olanike. I'm from Lagos, Nigeria. I've been in Canada for almost six years now. Thank you, Sydney, for having me here today.
0: Okay, thank you so much guys for coming. Um, today we're going to be talking about the impact of social media on relationships and um the way i'm looking at it i i think in terms of um relationships um for this episode um we're talking about um relationships for the two kind of relationships i want to talk about here the (laughs) the relationships for marriage and what i call relationship for let's see how it goes The relationship where you just get into it and let's see, let's see if it works out. And the ones that people are actually intentional about actually getting married, hopefully. Um, And we're going to be talking about how um, social media impacts um, these relationships. Um, Before I um, get started, I'm going to allow my guests here, um, Shewa and um, Rumbi, when they think about the impact of social media on relationships, both positively and negatively. What are the things that come to your mind the most? Uh,
2: For me, I believe that social media is a tool. It's just like holding a knife. I could use the knife to cook, you know, and I could use it to murder someone. So the knife, again, is not a good tool or a bad tool. It's just a tool. And that's the way social media is. And in terms of relationships as well, um, social media can have a positive or a negative effect. On how you see a relationship or how you perceive relationships because I notice that most times uh, social media gives us a worked perspective or a lopsided perspective of a relationship so sometimes you only see the good side or sometimes you only see the bad side and depending on what you see it forms or shapes your idea of what a relationship should look like if you're more on the seeing everybody getting divorced every day seeing people breaking up every day a subconscious part of you just seems like you know what's the essence of relationships at the end of the day but sometimes when you see um, people being happy and living their best lives always going on cruise always going on vacations building houses doing all these things you will just assume that that is all a relationship is about whereas the true or complete form of a relationship encompasses the good, the bad, and the ugly. But we don't consider that most times because sometimes we just see
1: one side to it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, Rambi? Well, that was insightful, um, Shewa. What came to my mind when I think of this social media with regards to relationship is the fact that one should literally know themselves before they, they want to think of using social media with regards to relationship. What I mean is there are certain people who feel comfortable meeting new people for the first time or reaching out to people they don't even know to strangers, right? And that's like the positive side for social media with regards to those kind of people. It can be for the better. If we are talking about relationships or courtship, That that's like the term that I would want to use specifically for your podcast today because you, you specifically mentioned that it's a relationship which we are expecting marriage, right? Yeah. So I would take it to be courtship which is we date with, with the hope to end up in a marriage. We are trying things for seriousness right? So if you are someone who can use social media to reach out and get to know people and you know you can establish something out of it later then it can be right. But me as an African, I'm not just um, what's the word? Like I'm, I'm not used to the aspect of relying on social media to get to know someone deeper. So it's like it would take years before I can actually find the confidence to put you in my spaces, right? If we, if we met on social media, or if we relied on social media before we could get to meet you. So yeah, I think it, it's a matter of perspective, like she mentioned. So it's how you want to use it. As Shewa said, it's it's a tool. So if you want to use it for the positive outcome, that is if you can. And then if you cannot, then that's a hill to climb and it's going to take some energy.
0: Um Nice. Um, I would just uh, mention exactly what you said, here about Um, the relationships for marriage being um, in terms of courtship, I actually like putting it that way so that there's no confusion. Um, uh, Some of the things we're going to say here also do matter in terms of when you're not sure yet that you're actually dating immediately right now for marriage. So it could still count, but we just want to keep in mind that we are specifically going to be looking um, more for relationships that you're looking to actually end up a marriage, which you could call courtship, uh, in that instance, we're going to go a little bit deeper. Um, the two things we're basically going to be taking a look at um, on the first part of this podcast would um, analyze the. Let's start with the negative. You know, it's always. <laughs> let's start with the negative impacts. Let's go with the negative, and um, the second part of this podcast, we're going to talk about. Um, The positive impacts, of course, because we always want to make sure. And nothing actually is just negative. Um, There's always a positive and a negative path to most situations. And um, we have to also look at that. So um, basically for um, this um, podcast, I did pull up a study online. um, And the site um, I used was, um, it's called Mind, Body, and Green. And basically they did a study uh, in 2020, I think about the impact of uh, social media on relationships. Uh, we're going to be using it as um, as a, um, a point to have this conversation, both the positive and uh, negative. And the first, for the negatives, right? I'm going to go through the things that actually were outlined as the negative, and then we're going to dive deeper into it. My um, guests can go deeper into it with examples and analogies and stuff like that. It does say here from what, um, was uh, researched that the negative impacts one there's a lot of unrealistic expectations uh, in um, in relationships due to social media also the second one here says that it can actually lead to jealousy in a relationship and um, the third one it did refer to a 2013 study on facebook which shows that there was a lot more fighting in relationships less than three years because of content that they actually see on social media or actually on, on Facebook in this case. Um, so that would be the third one that was mentioned in this study. And um, the fourth part of the negative impacts is that they notice that people who overshare on social media are less satisfied than average people who don't. Um, the fifth part um, of that refers to um, the fact that uh, it, uh, they noticed that social media made daily life less interesting because of what they saw. And the sixth part is that it reduces quality time um, with your partner. And the seventh was, um, or actually the next, was uh, mental health concerns um, due to social media. Um, it also says here about body image issues and extreme um, and also more narcissistic traits due to social media and everything being about yourself. So I'm gonna, we're gonna break it down um, for the negatives and I'm gonna get my guests here to say their opinion on it. Um, The first one we're gonna look at is unrealistic expectations. And you guys' opinions um, when it comes to relationships, what do you think about how social media impacts um, negatively on unrealistic um, expectations.
2: I 100% agree. You know, it takes a certain level of maturity and it takes time to come to the realization that basing your real relationship on what you see on social media is, you know, is there are two different ballgames, there are two different fields to play in. Let me give an example, like um, when Cardi B was like, I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you how I got this ring. And other girls would be like, "Ooh!" so I don't have to cook and clean to get my ring. Then I'm not gonna do it, you know? People start to deflect from the expectation, the standard of how a relationship should work. Obviously, even cooking is a basic life skill for everybody. You understand? Because if you don't cook, how are you going to eat? If you don't clean you're going to live in your own field right and also talking about um for instance those people like artists musicians you see them getting their women breaking bags getting them Lamborghinis, <laughs> taking them to cancun for proposals and all that and you also as a as a young girl growing up you think hmm I like that i want that too so that's if funny. my man doesn't propose to me in a private jet i'm gonna say no you know those kind of unrealistic things that it's like are you kidding me right now what <laughs> what the heck yeah not everybody can do that and the, and you don't even know the reason why those people are doing those things you don't know what they've been through in their relationship their man is constantly you see how many times uh, uh cardi b has threatened to divorce um offset, offset yeah because you know he's been cheating multiple times and all that and obviously different relationships every relationship has their struggles i am not trying to say that what they are doing is wrong or like their relationship is bad because of it i'm just saying that those are real challenges in real relationships but because their life is out there it's like you can you can see an example of you know relationships are not always perfect it doesn't mean that it's not beautiful it doesn't mean that they are not in love even though you know things happen every now and then it's it's
1: just how it works. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I always think of uh, this unrealistic nature of social media as it looks like people are either um, trying to fake it till they make it, right? Mm-hmm. On social media, mm-hmm. just sort of give an impression that life is soft, like the soft life mm-hmm. kind of aspect. But in real sense, no one wants their struggles to be paraded everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's it takes people who are not naive, it takes people who are not delusional to be able to allow social media to work as a tool and not to use you instead. Because if we look at it, how people like everyone wants to post their success story, right? Yeah, but the, before they got to that element of enjoying themselves, like right? celebrating your success, they won't show you when they're sweating. It's it's very little people, it's a small percentage of people that will show you how they got the money, how they got to be where they are. But someone will show you when they are flying to Dubai for a holiday for summer, when they are going to Hawaii for whatever, right? But yeah, but when they were working sleepless nights and all this stuff, no one really gets to share that other side. So I think for a wise person, you just need to be in touch with the reality that, well they are getting their fair share of success. We have to work on our own relationship. We have to also remember that they are showing us their best but they are also going through the tough yeah so yeah that's just my my peck on it so i agree it's a bit unrealistic in in most aspects
2: and even in movies like romantic movies Mm -hmm. you see how people fall in love and you assume that that's how it
1: works in real life you know
2: (laughs) you're drowning and then someone just one some guy Uh with six packs just walks in and saves (laughs) you out of the ocean like how many people fall in love like that on a day to day basis? Someone like, just
1: drops your books yeah. and you look in their eyes like, oh my, I'm in love. And then your, uh, <laughs> the
2: shape of your eye, eyeball changes. <laughs> like, no, that's oh, not. Oh, okay. you know?
0: uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I agree with you guys' um, take on unrealistic expectations. I'm just going to add basically um, to what you said. Um, social media, most often than not, is just a highlight reel of most people's life um, you would get the exceptions here and there but it's really a highlight trail um, we all know that we don't want to post our uh, struggles and stuff like that even when you post it um, you're not giving the full detail because obviously um, it's much more complicated than that um, so yeah it's a highlight trail um, we need to be more realistic in exactly how the world works um, for that <laughs> and just going back to your point Shewa about um, how the movies affect us Um, I'm not a huge fan of the uh, movie Titanic, never watched it. But I find it (laughs) interesting to the scene that I've seen on social media where there was a wood for two people that can fit, And somehow (laughs) it's romantic or love for just um, the lady to just be in there and survive. So I think that's crazy. And some people think that that's how it should be. No, um, I don't actually think that's how it should be. Those kind of things can be exceptions, but that's not the reality um, we actually live in. The next one um, we can talk about here would be on jealousy. How do you guys think social media um, actually can lead to jealousy within a relationship? Like when you hear the word jealousy in a relationship and how social media affects that, what do you guys think?
2: With jealousy, it could be so many things. An example would be maybe you and your ex broke up and then you see your ex with somebody else who might look maybe physically more attractive than you or maybe the person is more successful than you are and then you know it sparks some sort of uh what would i call it like spite. (laughs) it makes you it makes you spicy oh my goodness he really did that she really did that you know she left me for this guy with six packs or she left me for this guy who who is a businessman who has a lamborghini like those type of um things or and then another one would be like maybe you see your fellow friends who you went to uni with and they are living they seem to be living their best life with their husbands always traveling from place to place and you and your husband maybe you guys are you could be struggling or not really struggling but you guys are still building together and then you start to subconsciously detest or despise your partner or you feel like he's not putting in enough work to be able to afford expensive trips hey person a and b they're always going somewhere and then it leads to this like tension in your relationship where it's like self-imposed jealousy
1: i i I understand especially when it comes to this jealousy aspect in regards to relationships on social media you know there are certain people that make a very good couple and they post their life out there right Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you see their exes coming out with their history yeah like oh this girl was a slut this girl that's jealousy and that's part of the consequences that we have to be ready for the moment we decide to publish everything like or to publish our relationships on social media because it definitely triggers jealousy in various ways, mm. also between partners, right I'm thinking of an example where probably I'm dating someone mm. and I I know for a fact that maybe some, some lady, some chick dresses in a way that mm. that's not really appropriate maybe for my standard, right yeah. mm. but I see my guy liking his, or liking her comments or her posts yeah. every now and then mm. I'll definitely be jealous, please don't yeah. don't don't get me wrong but i'm a bit honest about it i'll definitely get jealousy like what the hell why are you with me if you're not satisfied or if you think that's the kind of life you want just go after it so you see those are some of the challenges that come up with, with yeah, yeah relationships I, and, and i agree because sometimes
2: you see say you're in a relationship where your partner like a guy now is telling you oh Dress modestly, be modest. Oh, don't show. Don't wear short skirts. Don't do this. And then they're liking pictures of other ladies in bikinis, and and you know, always, always after those type of things, you start, you feel some type of way it's Like, why is this man doing this? You're trying like, to change me. Yeah, you want me to not do these things, and yet you are here uh, approving of people who do the same things.
1: Well, at times I just don't, I can't change to be who I'm not. Yeah. But then you're pushing me into being like someone so it's it's like the spark of a conflict in a relationship so all those issues okay. are part of and they might not even house. necessarily
2: like pushing you to be like someone but you're you not wanting you to be that person but low key, you like things like that uh-huh.
1: <laughs> you 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 like to have your cake and, and have it you yeah. like to eat it and have it it's just yeah <laughs> <laughs> i heard
0: you guys um what you guys said um i have to I'm just going to make um, one extra comment about jealousy um, in a relationship. I think one part that we might not have mentioned is when you are actually jealous of your partner due to social media. Um, I know you guys covered the other areas, yeah. but there are some situations where you're actually jealous of your partner. Oh, they're getting so much attention. Why yeah. are so many people liking your photos? Why yeah. do they all say all these nice things about you and none about me? Like, it starts happening. Let's say um, it's a... Um, you're dating a lady and she's obviously beautiful because i'm assuming that you like good things right and everybody's giving her so much attention on social media sometimes you might feel some type of way about that right so that's also something about you having been jealous of why are they getting so much attention why is everything like and nobody it's out here you're trying to search for their attention and create a problem um, because of it right so that's another thing being jealous of your actual partner in the opposite side for women when the guy is actually successful and suddenly everybody's telling him how good he looks yeah. everybody wants to you know is is complimenting him and all that you can actually get jealous of him um, getting all of that and why you're not getting this. And that can sometimes lead to, to the other things that you guys talked about, um, already. Um, I just want to mention the one about dressing <laughs> that you guys mentioned about like, um, uh, the guy is liking a picture of somebody else dressing a different way, but doesn't want you to dress for it. And I think that has a lot to do with understanding your role in the guy's life, this is how he wants his future wife to dress but you know it doesn't mind if somebody else is doing it and it's not about um being right or wrong but because that person is dressing that way obviously it looks good he likes what he sees right but that's not how he wants his wife portraying himself um i think that's something that that you can look at yeah it's, a,
1: it's sounding to me like it gets to be a double standard at some point because like okay you want a wife and you find the qualities in me but you're busy liking other stuff, like which are different, totally different. You know, I feel like, you know, they, being a wife doesn't mean you can't be sexy or hot at some point, right? But I don't have to put it out there. I can be sexy within you, in, within our space, right? So why go out there and like other people? I feel like some of these issues trigger insecurities even in people who are not insecure, people who are very secure end up having insecurities just because of the way we behave or the way we interact on social media at times it's just um back
0: to the one nobody's very secure (laughs)
1: let's
0: start (laughs) from that that. i think that's that's the first thing we want to say you're just as secure as the um people around you make you feel secure Ah, so nobody's actually truly secure so when when you're being told like This is not the way to dress. That's for the guy, that's his own security. That's how he feels secure. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but it doesn't matter what he sees. He likes it, right? He just likes it. Mm -hmm. And there are consequences to the person dressing like that and stuff like that, um, that he doesn't want for his own wife. Right? And um, you can make examples of the others um, and other situations. In terms of that whole idea, you shouldn't think that the person is pushing you to anything. They're not pushing you to anything. They're telling you how they want their wife to be, the way that you would also uh, make some requests on how you would want your husband to actually be there. That's what they are telling you. But that does not mean that what's going on out there in the world or what's different. It's not exciting or it's not good or it's not nice. It just means that he has chosen you out of all of that to be his wife right and that's that's one way to actually um look at it you want to say something yeah
2: and I, I feel like it's a like you said it's like a security thing like an ego thing for men because they know that if you dress that type of way you'll be getting other men's attention and they just want you for themselves mm-hmm. so they, they are trying to like protect their own stuff other people's stuff can be out there doing whatever it doesn't mean they don't like it they might like it when you wear it. Like, your husband might like it when you dress sexy for him, right? In mm-hmm. the future, when you get married. But it doesn't mean that he wants you to... He wants other people to be seeing what's, you know, his property. You understand? <laughs> his property. <laughs> so, I didn't say property, <laughs> Like, ahead. I mean it like, you know, his own... His own babe. Like, his own baby. Like, he knows that you're a hot cake mm-hmm. And he doesn't want everybody else to be... Checking uh, it yeah, to be so thirsty for you and like <laughs> clamoring for you, if that
0: makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say something about this um, situation with um, how women view, like how guys um, look at them in terms of um, their dressing and stuff like that. And one thing I always say is, as a guy, if you liked her and you thought she was pretty and beautiful, you also know realistically that every other guy yes. sees her as pretty and beautiful so why put yourself in a position where things cannot will not go um for everybody the way they want in terms of leading to actual marriage uh, for that because if i like something as a guy better believe there are more than a few people that like that That's stuff and the more you show off of that the more you invite all that um drama into your life so it's um it's very um interesting when for that in terms of how guys are looking at that for um women and it's
2: dicey
0: (laughs) yes it's dicey (laughs) um we're gonna go to the next one on this list and the next one we're gonna talk about would be um, about the 2013 study on facebook that actually showed that um people in less than three years relationships Um, we're fighting uh, way more about content that they see on Facebook. When you look at something like this, we can um, expand it outside of Facebook and go to other social media apps. When you think of a study like this, um, and you say, why are they fighting about content on social media? What comes to your mind? Like, what examples or what do you think about for that?
2: An example would be when Jeannie Mai, I don't know if you know Jeannie Mai, but she's one of those um, Hollywood people. When she was about to get married, because she has had, a, she's she's been divorced before, and she was getting remarried. And she said something that she wants to be submissive in her relationship, right? And I know that when she said that, it's 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 created like a spark on the internet where guys were like, "Look at her! Look at her! A, another woman, a fellow woman like you, saying she wants to be submissive." And then maybe you, you're in a relationship where you want to be a feminist, and then that can lead to some back and forth with you and your partner because this one is like oh i want you to be submissive and this one's like no 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 i want (laughs) i want us to be equal you know which fundamentally we're not but i want to i want us to be equal you understand that's an example another one would be um when you see other people what they do for their spouse and you realize that you don't get the same thing Oh, some, somebody just come. Hey, Jackson is such an amazing man. He buys me flowers every <laughs> week. And you are literally begging your husband to buy you flowers or your boyfriend to buy you flowers on Valentine's Day. And he <laughs> even forgets to do that. And then that can lead to, you know, some heated arguments going on or he forgets your birthday. And some other people are throwing surprise birthday uh, anniversaries for their partner. And, you know, those kind of things lead to arguments. Uh,
1: yeah i'm trying to to really think of something that i've come across where it sparks you say disagreements Sparks right?
0: disagreement um, arguing in terms of what you see over social media like w- within um relationships like examples or analogies or the content of or content that you can think of in terms of of having disagreements within relationships and um, exactly what this study is talking about and why it is also more prevalent with relationships under three years.
1: Well, I think for beginners, what I would just what just comes to my mind right now is the fact that probably for people who are under three years, you're still learning, like you're still getting to know your partner. And it may also come to an issue which I would want to summarize as love languages so you might end up envying the other or another couple's way of interacting right and confuse it for your own love language like the example the specific example she gave right my husband is forgetting my birthday that may be because i'm forgetting to realize that my boyfriend does something else he's spending quality time with me right because he maybe understood or he thinks that that's my love language yeah. but i'm confusing myself because of what i'm constantly watching on social media or following on social media and i'm, I'm now envying the other couple because they have their own set of love language and yeah. that gets mixed up so i yeah i just i'm not sure but that's just what came to mind and i'm like okay
0: yeah um that could be... yeah i agree um uh, i agree with what you said basically in terms of um the disagreements. Um, What I just want to point out with that is it's very normal, but some people allow those disagreements to actually escalate and destroy their relationships. And what I mean by that is whether you have social media or not, when you're getting to know somebody, you're getting to know them which means you're going to be asking questions you're going to be finding out their political views for the first time and it might not align with her, with yours you might be finding out how they view um, different things and what happens is instead of you to do that organically and get a learn from somebody you're allowing the emotions of the um, suggestions or how it's being said or advised on social media to affect how you communicate um, in that relationship so that whole um, idea of fighting more I would say it would happen anyway but social media has now turned it to where it escalates a whole lot more than it actually has to and I'm just gonna (laughs) I'm gonna say something about (laughs) love language that that um, Rumbi said here I, I think love language is basically a female concept. is just a female love (laughs) language. (laughs) Nobody was thinking about how men want to be loved when they designed it. So all five love languages, in my opinion, and I would say that again, in my opinion, are only female love languages. We need to sit down and ask guys what their own love languages are. And uh, (laughs) uh, we're going to stop here for the first part of this and continue (laughs) the positives (laughs) and the negatives um, in the next part um, for this. Thank you everyone um, for listening and um, the next part of this conversation is just ahead.